Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Today, we're talking about taking the leap. Um, A lot of us experience these moments where we have opportunities to do something radically different, and a lot of us don't. Uh, because we don't feel like there's a safety net. It's not the right time. It's not perfect. You know, there's some risk involved. And that's the topic that we're going to kind of peel apart today, because I think we all need a little dose of confidence in that area to really make change happen. So I am so grateful and excited to have Kim Kleeman here with me. She is a busy woman. Uh, she is the owner and a business coach at Accelerate Successfully. She's the CEO at Sunbeam Marketing Solutions. She's the co-founder of Inner Circle Business Network. So to say I'm grateful for her taking the time to be here today is an understatement because she probably doesn't actually have the time to do this. So Kim, thank you for being here. Thanks, Jamie. It's so great to see you and to talk to you today. Um, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share some of my uh, journey with others. Uh, they, might, they might find some inspiration or they might be like, I'm good right where I am. Right. And she's crazy. And I would never want to do that much, but that's okay too. So let's start there. I would love you to just kind of tell your journey, how you've gotten to the point where you're at today and all the zigzags along the way. Sure. So let me start by saying that I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. So my parents didn't go to college. They started uh, in the bakery business when I was 21. So my experience as a child was maybe a little bit different than people whose parents had jobs, regular jobs. There was a lot of ups and downs. And I swore I would never be an entrepreneur. Um, And I became a teacher. So I was a high school English and psychology teacher. And I loved it. And I remember one day my older brother asking me now what? And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you're not just going to stay a teacher forever, right? You're going to be a principal or superintendent or like, where are you going with this? And I was like, I'm just happy I'm here. But in reality, what that question did for me was as I started to have kids and I started to try to figure out how to buy a house and all these things was the reality that teaching is wonderful, but it does not pay the bills very well. And um, so I started a side hustle. I went to my parents and said, I need to make more money. And they said, you know how to do this. Uh, And they just reminded me of all the skills that I had honed as a child working in their businesses. Um, So I grew my first business 800 percent in three years. It was an educational publishing business. Um, I was riding the wave of individual state standards and the assessments. Um, and I was working with basically all the publishers and I loved it. I left teaching. Um, I had about 40 employees at the height of that business and I ran it for 10 years. Uh, we won awards and um, we were some of the best places to work for, which now is so silly, but I was winning awards for allowing people to work from home one day a week. Um, And that was like this big revelation that we were going to like let people do that. Uh, And I thought it was ridiculous. I was like, we could work. And so what happened is over time, um, I was uh, my company was going to be acquired. I was I was in a discussion with Discovery Channel. We were doing work with Oprah's network and developing basically a lot of the content for the internet. What I saw was that digital marketing and marketing was really the future. We were all going to want to tell our stories online. And here we are. Mm -hmm. So I pivoted over in 2012 to Sunbeam Marketing Solutions and started to sell marketing and really loved that. But um, there was a lot of education for companies on what marketing was. 
and it's complex. And I was kind of coming in sideways at it. So I got a little tired and I started to build my own stuff, which is why I have so many brands. Um, when, when you are a marketer and a business person, you can basically concept up an idea and a business model and then try it. So that's really what I ended up doing. I coach businesses on how to grow and scale and live the life they love under Accelerate Successfully. Uh, the Inner Circle is a network I started with my sister, who's an entrepreneur. My brother is too. Um, and we basically are an online virtual networking group that um, has happy hours and leadership lunches and everything online. And we are over 18 states. Um, and then what's happened over the past year is that I was asked more and more if I could help people with their marketing efforts. And of course, I know how to do marketing. So this past past six months, I've been growing a marketing, um, my, my original marketing from Sunbeam Marketing Solutions, just to accomplish some of the, the marketing that our clients need and really helping them to get, uh, get the word out there. So it's all tied together. Um, I don't work 90 hours a week, just in case anybody's wondering, uh, but it's mainly just me helping companies grow. Right. And I love that in different brands and it's ways for you to stay curious and interested, right. In different things. Yeah. Um, so have, being able to do this and kind of get to where you've gotten to is there, you must have some superpowers, right? Some things that are innate to you that have helped you. What, what are those? It's a great question. Um, I would say that there's, um, there's a, a, a desire to connect with others because that desire to connect brings a lot of curiosity. I want to hear other people's stories. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to um, know what it is that makes them, um, you, you know, driven and motivated in their life, what their why is. So number one is that uh, when I meet anybody anywhere, I, I, I just love hearing about them. Um, and number two is that I have an integration um, superpower of being able to kind of see patterns and things differently than others, uh, and making connections, uh, to patterns and things that others do not. So if that's intuition, if it's, uh, just high EQ, um, but it allows for me socially to really quickly find ways for everybody to win pretty often, uh, which means that there's growth opportunities all the time. So that's kind of my two superpowers, I think. That's so much fun to be in those and to, to have businesses that also leverage those, right? That's what I can tell from you. Yeah. Um, so being an entrepreneur, and, and not everybody that's listening is an entrepreneur, but we, we still take risks all the time, right? It, it, you know, I joke about taking a new job, moving to a new city, right? You know, deciding to leave a job, deciding who you're going to marry or date, or right? there's, there's a million different risks and things that we take in our lives. And I really want to talk about this idea of risk because, you know, when we first met and you were talking, that's really where this podcast topic came from is, is you said leap and then that will appear yeah. and it stopped me in my tracks. And, and that really is, I think, what causes people to not take the leap, to take the risk, to make the change. Um, so talk a little bit about that concept and how it's helped you, how it's helped the businesses that you coach. Sure. I mean, if you are a risk taker, then you probably already know that there's a series of factors that need to be in place that allow for you to take a risk. 
and it gets faster and faster. But for those of us all out there who may not be risk takers, maybe you've been in the same job for 15 years. Maybe you've been in a marriage that isn't working um, or a relationship that isn't for you anymore. So taking small risks every day is one of the, the key things here. That leap in the net will appear is the idea that you're practicing um, pivoting, you're practicing transitions regularly so that when it's time to make a big one, it isn't such a big deal. And so I can break that down a little bit later for you, but ultimately the reason why I feel confident to leap and the net will appear is because the net is my support system. And I've built out a support system that allows for me to take greater risk. And although the support system is made up of all kinds of things in the fabric, everything from financial to network, to skill sets, to um, opportunity seeking, all kinds of things. But really it's that when I take a risk, I'm already in pretty good shape. It looks almost effortless and it looks um, seamless, but even acrobats don't do all those flips in the air without the net beneath them. Everybody needs that net when they take a, take a leap. Right. Oh, so this is so timely for me. I just share a personal example just this week, right? We expanded into a new location. So a new office in a different city. And it's the first for us, right? It's, a, it's risky yeah. and yet it doesn't feel risky at all to me, mm. but it's been year and a half of really thinking through what would it need to be right kind of planning and taking steps and and testing the market and those types of things and so what you said it's like that's why it doesn't feel risky to me but to the outside world everyone is like wow like are you scared are you and i'm like no not at all and i i caught myself this week going why am i not worried about this like should i be and i'm just having my head in the sand but it's not it's because of the small steps you describe yeah i call that pivoting up Pivot up is a term I use. And this is the idea that in basketball, we have the pivot step and that's really meant to get you out of a trap. But if you pivot up, it's purposeful, it's planned, it's practiced. And so because you've thought through and visualized what it's all going to take in order for you to break into a new market, Mm -hmm. um, you feel ready. And even you might've thought about plan B and plan C, if these things go wrong and these things go wrong. And that's something that I teach in the pivot up platform that I have, which is leadership development. These are skills that we don't get except for when we go through things. And so those of us that are performance minded or leaders that are leading others and need to have vision and we need to have like a plan in place. We practice this because others are following behind us and we better darn know kind of what the plan is if it goes sideways on us. So that's probably why you feel so comfortable is that you've thought a lot of things through. And even if something unexpected happens, a lot of the other pieces are in place already. Yeah. That's, it's just a great, it, it's peaceful then. It kind of helps me think like, okay, I'm not missing something. It's just, I've gotten to that place. So that's amazing. So yeah. you work with a lot of business leaders, right? About a lot of business owners and you're coaching. Why do you think people don't leap, right? Why, why do you think fear is so present in, in, for so many of us and kind of runs our lives sometimes? So this is really great. I mean, one part of my business coaching is that I'm helping people really think about their revenue model and their business plan and their strategies. And I really get into the process and I'm, I, de- I go deep because 
Um, and it used to be like, why is the marketing gal talking to us about our business strategies? So I had to reposition myself a little bit here because I want to know why you're doing it before we go market it out. Is this profitable? You know, what's, what's the point of all of this? Um, but the other side of my coaching is mindset work. And this comes out of my teaching. When I was a high school English teacher, I taught uh, high school English and psychology, and I love psychology. And one of the things that I learned as a teacher and as working in my first company was that a fixed mindset and a growth mindset are was emerging conversation research that that reinforced my belief that people could change and reinforced my belief that people can still learn. And so the truth is that we have limiting beliefs and even I do, and you do, everybody does Mm -hmm. that keep us from being the best version of ourselves. Our goal as leaders is to continue to work on ourselves, to be aware of what those limiting beliefs are and then make those shifts. So I have a monthly mindset webinar that I hold online. My clients can come, some guests can come. And just this past week, we were talking about, there was a great Forbes article where there were eight mindset shifts that we needed to have going through these last 18 months. And it was really, of course, one of them is the abundance, you know, scarcity to abundance and fixed mindset to growth mindset. But there were some other ones that were really interesting. And so if you feel like you've come pretty far, that you actually do take risks, then you might want to push yourself, you know, out of the comfort zone there a little bit more. But if you are stuck and you're like, this is great, Kim, but I am not an entrepreneur. I am a finance person in a large company. What are you talking about? Go take a different walk in the parking lot at lunch tomorrow. Go order something you've never had before. Try try a new restaurant. Um, just do something out of the ordinary. And it starts to push you out of your comfort zone. And although it's uncomfortable, it's really good for us to be out of our comfort zone. And so that's my first piece of advice to anybody who wants to make those transitions or those changes or pivot up, but they're really struggling to do so because they really just don't even know where to get started. We're kind of get we get stuck in autopilot, which is really comfortable, but we only see the things that we see. We talk a lot about shifting purposely shifting your perspective. Like you have to put yourself in a position to learn something new, to try something new, you know, it's not going to just happen to you necessarily. And um, the visual that I give people is it's like we, we're looking through a lens, right? And we all have a lens that we look at the world based on our upbringing and our, you know, socioeconomic, there's a lot of things that, that, that make that lens what it is. And each of these perspectives or experiences or things that you talk about, just like widen the aperture of the lens a little bit on stuff you didn't even see before. Right. So it's not that you've done something wrong because you didn't see it. It just, you weren't, you weren't doing those things to widen it. And you're right. That's where more confidence comes from when you understand more. I was convinced for years that I could not run a business without a partner. And my business coach years ago asked me why that was and constantly tried to show me that I really didn't need that. But I kept thinking that there were gaps that I needed to fill. Mm -hmm. And I see now that I just needed to fill those gaps with team. I didn't really need them as a partner. And that was a big that was a big life lesson because I was sure I needed a partner. Yeah. Um, And went through a couple partners and just found that that wasn't right for me. 
Um, so we do, like you said, we learn and that's part of the adventure. That's part of the fun. I try really hard to get people to see that it's a choice on how you enter into these moments. You can enjoy it and, you know, see what, what, what the unknown brings, or you can brace for it. Either way, you're on the roller coaster of life. It's just if you're enjoying it or if you're holding on for, for dear life. Right. I just, just this week I posted something on, I got a good reaction in Instagram, just a simple statement that um, your speed doesn't matter. matter. Forward is forward. Yeah. Right. Like we, we feel like we have to get from point A to point B or get to that next level so fast, but it's like, but if you're moving forward, like, let's just celebrate forward. Yeah. And I mean, you and I were just talking about how we're both, you know, busy and we're, we're traveling, we're doing all these things sometimes I feel really ungrounded. And one of the ways I remind myself of like how, how, uh, how in control I am of things is those baby steps, just shifting a little forward, just little things, you know, reminding myself what my goals were checking something off the list, doing one thing. And it's amazing how, if you just allow for yourself to get back into the groove of it. Like there's a reason why that happens and just accept that rather than beat ourselves up over it. We actually be way more productive than our peers. I mean, if you're in the comparison game, uh, really the truth is, is that when people who are high performers are down, they're, they're still moving something forward, even if it's evaluating and reflecting their own, their own stuff. Yeah. I love that. And those are some great, you've given some great tips, right? Like the choose a different restaurant, take a different walking route, right? These kinds of things, just regroup, review your goals when you feel like you're in that, you know, that situation. One thing I want you, you mentioned it at the beginning and and it was really interesting when you brought it up to me initially, I I want you to share this idea of of how you define the net right, for everybody, because I think we, I know we all have this net around us that sometimes we forget about or we aren't grateful for. And so define that for us and how you look at that. Okay. So I look at this from an extrovert point of extroverted point of view, but I'm also going to give the introverted point of view because I'm married to an introvert and I know that we just look at life differently. Um, And so if you're into the disc, you might be adjusting this, but essentially we were the reason why we go to certain colleges or we take certain paths or we work for certain companies is that we want our career trajectory or our network to be associated with people of a certain kind, or we want to be from somewhere. Um, we want to be from a big 10 school so we can cheer on basketball for years on end. But really what that is, is that you're building a network. So your alumni network might be a network, your church network might, might be a network, you know, I typically will work with a client and have and remind them of all of the different people and connections they have, where they came from, um, who they're still connected to, and who's the most important to them. So it starts with people. And really the idea of it takes a village, but if you aren't actively working on keeping your network alive, that would be a great first place to work is just keeping touch with people. It doesn't take a lot these days. You don't need to drive three hours to go meet them. You can zoom with them. You could get on a phone call with them, but then secondarily is your resources that you need in order to make a move. So if you decide that you want to break into a new market, the first thing you're making a list of is all the things you need to do because you are not ready. That's totally fine. But the fact that you're making the list of things that you need to do in order to get ready is a whole bunch of 
tactics, right? Mm -hmm. Readying for change is the very first thing in pivoting up. You have to be ready. So you get all those resources together, you find them, you fundraise, you, um, you share your dream. Um, now, everything else that's in your net um, is stuff that you've built in that you feel like you need in order to make the transition. So if you're leaving a relationship, it's that you have somewhere to go. If it's that you're uh, closing a business, you have a plan of, of what your story is going to be and what you're going to tell people. You really think about that. So one great tactic right now is to really look at your net and update your story. Where are you now 18 months after all that we've been through? People have picked up and moved. People have changed jobs. People have um, completely transformed themselves. And so what's your updated story? What, what would your net now need um, in order for you to think ahead another six months to a year of where that story takes you? So for you, with your new um, exciting opportunity. I'm sure you've thought about where you want to be in a year. And so you're now moving towards that. You're going towards that goal. So you made the transition and like a pro, you leapt right into the planning processes and making that happen because you set your sights on what you want it to be. And so the, the net is there, but you'll only land in the net, you know, when you leap, if you don't know where you're leaping to. So that's right. the next thing is make sure you know where you're going. Right. Right. It's so true. And, and, and going into this, it, it, any change, any business decision is you never know everything that's going to happen. And I think so many of us get stuck in like the plan's got to happen exactly according to the plan. And that's not the way life works for any of us. Right. And so it's, I think it's getting over the fact of like, yeah, I planned last time and I know where I'm leaping, but I know there's going to be some things that we're going to, that are going to happen. Right. And that's where the net comes in. I know it's not going to be perfect on the way there, but we have a plan and then we'll adjust as we need to in that plan. And when you've done that over and over again, even if the risks get bigger and bigger and the leaps are further and further, you have more confidence because you've done it before right? You have, you literally, you don't have any evidence that you can't do it because you've done it in the past. Exactly. That's why for most people, growth happens through adversity because you have to remain adaptable and flexible when things are going on in your life. And you, you know, part of, uh, part of what makes pivoting up uh, look effortless and graceful, um, is that, we already kind of know what's coming. So we bend towards that, like a willow in the wind. So you take those bigger and big, bigger leaps because you are able to take bigger, bigger risks because you know that when things go wrong, you already have a backup plan. That's why there's entrepreneurs that are just totally confident because all kinds of things have happened to them and still they, they, they're still, they're standing. So you're absolutely right that um, people's risk. And I remember that my first business, I was in a fight with a contract with a client. And one of my staff members said, you know, I, I knew you shouldn't have taken this. It was too big of a project for us. You, you, you tried to go for something too big. And it still sticks with me today that I still contend that you have to take those, you have to take those growth risks. And sometimes they don't work out. And if I don't, if we live in fear, I couldn't afford to pay that person's salary. There was no position for that person right. if I didn't, you know, try to grow the business the way that we did. So even when we don't fully make the landing um, and stick it, that's what the village is for. That's what the net is for, to catch you, bounce you back up and keep you going. 
Yeah, it, it reminds me, a dear friend of mine, uh, Ben Utech, is a, he, he was a tight end, Super Bowl champion tight end, actually, and he does leadership training with us. And he gives this analogy, which totally makes sense, right? Like everything, all the work that they put in that is in practice. Game day is just show up and do what you're supposed to do. Like it, it, that's, and that's what everyone else sees, but we don't, no one else sees, right. They see the post that I opened in office and, you know, a new, it's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But it's like, no, no, there's been 18 months of practice to get us there, right. There's been 18 months of other things that we've had to do the blood, sweat, tears, everything behind the scenes. And and some just like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something different to get us to this point. And that's exactly what you're saying too. I think it's, we sometimes forget about the practice, the things that don't work is what teaches us what's going to work. It actually creates that, that end result for us. That's right. Because then the, the transition isn't that much work anymore for you. It's the end result of what the transition brings. And so I've gotten very adept at when bad things happen in my life, I'm very good at pivoting that into a beneficial situation and, and, and having a good story about that. Not because I'm, you know, frantically trying to like make it all seem like it's perfect. No. Uh, but I, but I also know that I can leave it, like I'm in control of where I steer that into the end. So we plan God laughs. Okay. That's really, you know, what my husband always says to me and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with making plans and then seeing what the universe rolls out for me and seeing where, where that experience is, but you have to have the sense of adventure and not the sense of fear around that making mistakes can be costly. And I've made costly mistakes. I'm sure you have too, but it doesn't stop us because ultimately is that it then you made a mistake and then that's the end. Right. Right. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. So any other advice, anything else that you just want to share with the listeners? I would just um, recommend that if you are listening to this and you feel like all you've been doing is going through transitions, so that's the other side of this is that you can get into transition, transition, pivot, 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 and that may be on your, um, uh, in your control or not, is to stop and reflect when you can on how far you've come. And so, you know, acknowledging how far you've come is a really big part of knocking yourself out of um, pivot mode and just checking in with yourself and making sure you know where you're going. Because otherwise, if you're in constant survival mode, you aren't able to really have a, a clear perspective. There's not much clarity there. And I just bring that up because I feel like a lot of people have been running really hard for a long time and it's still going to be that way. I mean, the economist, uh, I just heard a webinar with the economist saying, you know, strong through 2022 distribution will still be an issue, but business will remain strong. And so we, we need to buckle in where this is not like January is going to wind down. Uh, Where do we find that energy to do it? We have to remind ourselves of how far we've come and where we'd like to go next. So that's what I recommend. It reminds me of a quote. I'm not going to get it perfect, but you know, remember when you dreamt about what you have now, right? Like the back day where like, it was like, Oh, I, I remember the days like where I put my first strategy together and it said a second location only I had it for 2022 and it happened earlier, right? Then we planned, but I, I remember those days and now I'm sitting here going, 
holy crap, like we made it happen, right? Like we actually got here. There was a day when I was dreaming about this and now my dreams are different, right? So it's just, it's, it's so the reflection, the mindset, everything that you've talked about is, is exactly where people need to be right now. And, and we need to take a breath and we need to celebrate everything. Yeah. Take a toast, right? Pat right. right. yourself on the back. Tell yourself that you, you did some things. And if we can remind ourselves of that, then in those dark, dreary days where we're like, oh, wow, who thought I could do this? And all the imposter syndrome comes in. You'll have the time where you're like, oh my gosh, I even write those affirmations in the back of my planner. I, so I can remind myself of that when, when I'm not, when I forget. Yeah. Beautiful. So how can people learn more about you, that you're different, the networking, your, your marketing business and, and can they connect with you? What's the best way? Um, sure. So you can go to our inner circle website, which is O inner So the two O's, you know, the inside the circle there, um, as well as you can go to my LinkedIn, Kim Kleeman, K L E E M A N. And you can email me at Kim.Kleeman at accelerate successfully.com. Uh, my accelerate successfully.com website is under construction. So that will be up uh, probably by the time your listeners are uh, starting to Google me and figure mm-hmm. out how they can how they could talk with me, but I have a great free 15 day challenge that if anybody wants to join in, they can just reach out to me. Um, And that's a great way to focus on one goal and really get yourself unstuck. I love it. We will make sure all of that information gets in the the show notes so that people can go there and find it all. Great. Thank you for this conversation. It was very validating for me and I needed to have this today. My gift to you then, Jamie. I appreciate it so much. Thanks so much. And and to the listeners, thank you for continuing to engage. I'm grateful for you being here. I'm grateful for the feedback we get from listening to leaders like Kim. And, And right now, more than ever, this is the noise we need to be filling our brains with. Right? instead of all of the rest of the noise that, that really empties our bucket. And so I appreciate Kim for being here and I appreciate all of you for continuing to engage in this podcast. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.